Welcome to Sam Mackey Christian. This is our 17th episode of the podcast. And in this episode, woo! Anyways, <laughs> and in this episode, we're going to be covering Whiplash. That movie had no right being that good. No Why? right. Why? 10 out of 10. It has who? It's a stupid plot. J.K. Simmons. What's the plot? Miles Teller. Miles Teller. Miles Teller. That's it was a good movie. 47. 47 awards was given to J.K. Simmons. Yeah. He broke, two, he broke a rib for the movie. Where you went from, man? He broke a rib. Miles Teller learned the drums, which is like... The, the pieces he played were like legit, top-tier, yeah. great, 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 like hard drum plates. Yeah. And it was like... There was so much dedication to that movie. It was just stunning. Yeah. 10 so out of 47. 10. Yeah. 10 it's 10. a good movie. Um, Yeah, so as you can see, Tristan really enjoyed the movie. Daisy was stressed the whole movie. Daisy had flashbacks... Um. So, you as yeah. shared before, I want to be a teacher. When I was in sixth grade, I was, like, very, like, set on. I want to be an orchestra teacher. And I wanted to be an orchestra teacher all the way up into junior year. I was really excited about it. And then my junior year, I first, like, I got to go into an orchestra classroom and, like, to other classrooms and observe. That's when I realized I didn't like it. <laughs> Why? And, because, and I feel like a lot of the teachers, like, are like that. Like, they're very, like, if you don't get it right, like, they they get disappointed in they're you. Very mad. They get that face, and they're, like, they disgust. Like, they, they're very, like... You're worthless. Yeah. You're never they're gonna very, very, anything. Um, entitled, full of themselves. Like, and they, they get stuck in this, like, dump. Or, like, this, like, not, like, the cycle of, like, they're really good, and they want others to be really good, but they're teaching middle school orchestra, and so, like, they get very discouraged in themselves teaching others. Today we have a guest on our podcast. <laughs> it's the air conditioner. <laughs> and so watching the movie was so stressful because, like, I've seen, like, how, like, teachers get mad. And then, like, this guy looked like he was going to explode the whole movie. And, like, every time, like, someone forgot music or someone was on key or every time you stopped, like, I just felt so stressed the whole entire time. But it was, yeah, it was a really good movie. I liked it a lot. Yeah. No, it's good. Um, I mean, Miles Teller, what's the, the first scene is he's playing drums. And then. He's got a J- white shirt on. Yeah, and then J.K. Simmons comes in and he's wearing all black. And he basically says, like, do you know who I am? And he's like, yeah, you're the leader of, like, the, the top group. And then he's like, so you know we're looking for a drummer. And he's like, yeah. He's like, so why did you stop playing? And so then he starts playing again, he and leaves. then J.K. Simmons leaves, and then he comes back. He's like, oh, sorry, forgot my jacket. And then, no, 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 he goes, first he says, I asked you why you stopped playing, and you just started playing again. He's like, I didn't ask you to play again. He's like, I just asked you why you stopped playing. And he's like, give me a double-time swing. And then he goes and starts playing it, and then he walks out. And so, uh, then what, Miles is in, like, the second best group? I don't even think it's the second best. Like, what group is he in? Originally? Yeah. I don't know, just, like, the random... It's just, like, a random one of yeah. part of the school. But J.K. sees potential in him, invites him to the big group. Says, just do your best, man, no worries. Don't, yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about what other people think. Just try your best. Finds out about his personal life. He's like, any of your parents musicians? He's like, no, my mom left when I was young, my dad's a teacher, all this stuff. So then he starts playing, and then he's like, oh, oh, almost. He's like, not not quite my tempo. Just not, oh my not quite. 
So then he goes, let's let's pick it up again. And he goes, he's like, mm, no, no, just, just still not quite my tempo. He's like, it's okay, it's okay, just relax, it's all right. And after like five times of that encounter, JK picks up a chair and, just and tosses it at, it at his head. Yeah, just yeets it at him. And then he's like, why did I just throw a chair at you? And then he's like, uh, I don't know. And then he's like, were you rushing or were you dragging? And then he's like, uh, I'm not. I don't. I don't know. And then he's, he's like, like count. Count. a two, yeah. two fifteen beat measurement. And he's like, but but. He's like, play it. He's like, play it. You, and he calls him like a moron. He's just like cussing at. Like, him, this is why your stuff. mom left you. Yeah, like he says this is why your mom left you. Yeah, and he gets really intense. In it. And then he goes, start counting. He's like one, two, three, and then oh. boom, he smacks him, and he goes, keep counting, one, two, three, and boom. Like, and am I dragging you, or am I yeah. rushing? And then and like he, it's, he hits him every time he's coming to four. And so he's like, rushing. And he's like, were you dragging or rushing? And he's like, rushing. And then uh, he tells him to get off the drums and puts the other drummer back on. And so that's the first like thing. It's like first 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah. And then so Miles starts practicing. Well, his name's not Miles. What's his name in the movie? Miles is fine. Okay. Miles starts practicing. <laughs> Miles starts practicing harder. And... Uh, Eventually becomes like their number one drummer. Then JK feels like he's getting a little too comfortable. Brings in the old drummer from Miles' other group, who was the core drummer, and Miles was the backup. And then he puts him in instead of Miles, and Miles gets hurt. Mm -hmm. And then at rehearsal, none of them can play the double time swing. And so they stay up to what was it, was it like two a.m. Two a.m. They started yeah. at nine eight p.m. and they, they went all the way to like two a.m. Yeah, and then they still had to practice once they found out. Yeah, once they figured it out. So, and then we got to the scene that was probably like <laughs> probably the climax of the movie, I'd say. Like, dude, the whole movie was a climax. The ending was a climax somehow. It's just all building, but like that scene, he goes. I mean, he's supposed to play this big part. He gets off the bus. There's no taxis. First, they, the bus has a flat, so he was already late. Yeah. And so, like, I need he he he, he wanted to call a taxi. Yeah. But there was no taxis there, so he went to go rent a car. Mm-hmm. But at the running running park place, he left his sticks there, so he yeah. rented a car, and he went to the to the rehearsal. I mean, where they have like the concert. Right. And then he <laughs> and then like the J.K. Simmons gets all mad at him because like, <coughs> your starter never forgets his sticks. Like, oh yeah, but there's like ten minutes left till. Uh, the band, the concert starts. Like you have like five minutes, or you're not starting. And then, so he runs. He, he goes to the car. He goes back to the dealership. Gets the sticks. Five minutes left. Like some of the person, per, uh, person calls him. Like where are you at? I'm on my way. And so and then, when he was going there, a freaking car hits him. A big old semi truck, dude. <laughs> just trucks him. He doesn't care though. He like got up and he just went to go and play. He ran to the place and he goes to play and he can't play because he's like dead. <laughs> And then yeah, because yeah. he just got run over by a car, so yeah, he just got hit bloody. by a freaking semi truck, and then so he can't play, and he walks out. He ends up walking out, um, and then he cuts him from the thing, from the band, and that's it. So then, and then he tackles him. Oh, and then he tackles him, and that's that moment where like he's walking off, and then he turns and tackles him, and that's when J.K. actually broke two yeah. ropes like from filming that scene. Um, so then. Yeah, he tackles him, gets kicked out of the school. Then he goes to the psychiatrist. She's all like, has he been verbally abusive? Like, because one of the students 
killed themselves from the abuse that they were receiving from, yeah, the instructor. And so he's like, it doesn't matter. Like, just tell me what you want me to say. So he says it. And then JK gets fired. Miles runs into JK later down the line. They have lunch, they chill. They they have lunch, they chill, all that stuff. JK told them what happened. And then they go to, uh, JK's like, I'm, I'm orchestrating a, uh, a jazz concert here soon. I need a drummer. And so he puts Miles in, but he gives him the wrong sheet music. So Miles looks stupid and in front of everybody. But then Miles just takes over the show. He's the part. So you're like, he taught, he, he was acting all nice to him. He was like saying like uh, the reason I, I I like to push people because I I push people because I see the potential in them so like yeah. they can be the greatest. So he invites him to the show. Says this show is gonna be the biggest night of your life. That these people like remember everything. Like you do great. They'll call, they'll call yeah, someone. Yeah, there's people who have like record labels. Yeah, record labels. We're getting mm-hmm. record labels. Yeah. Like if you do great, someone they'll call someone. But if you do bad, they will never forget. Yeah. In the first song, it was a song he didn't know. Like he gave him the right sheet music, but there was still other, a lot of other songs they played. But he didn't know this song, so he just looked like like a fool up there. Yeah. But then he just takes over the show. And then he takes over the show and plays like this drum solo. And which was sick. Yeah, which was dope. Finally he gets like the acceptance from the instructor. And what just a nod his dad. And the movie ends. What kind of his dad? And then the movie ends. And that's it. Like with his solo. But you said he was wearing like darker colors in the yeah. final scene. So he goes from wearing white in the first scene to dark like black, you said. Yeah. Right? All black in the second in the last scene. And so, uh, he, like, I mean, he basically, like, gave his whole life into this whole thing. He was dating that girl in the movie, and he told her, like, I can't be with you because you're just going to distract me, and, like, I want to be one of the greats, and I'm not going to have time for you, and then you're going to resent me, and then I'm going to resent you for making me take time away from drumming and all this stuff. And he's like, it's just not going to be good. And then she's like, so you're going to be great. And I just can't be with you because I'm just some bum, basically, is what she says. And he's like, yeah, I'm glad you understood why you said <laughs> Like, he's just... He buried her. Yeah. And then... Uh, I mean, J.K. Simmons buried everybody. J.K. Simmons did bury everybody. So He cut someone because he didn't know if he was on tune or not. Right. Yeah. That was funny. Because it wasn't even that guy who that walked guy. out. But, um... Yeah, there were a lot of... I mean, he gave his whole life away to this stupid thing just to try and be the best. Greatest. The greatest, yeah. It was an obsession. It was an obsession, yeah. And then, uh, so yeah, he, he just became obsessed, and then uh, it became, it was his passion at first, but then it just became like an obsession that overtook him. Yeah, so like that's how we should be, like, we are a relationship with Christ. 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 Christ, Christ, uh, like he, wabbits. he put drums before everything. Like he didn't put it second, he didn't put it third. No, like it was his life, and yeah. he just centered drums around his life. Like his girlfriend, he said, "I can never be with you." Mm. Like everything he does, every, like everything he does, his room is all about like drums. Famous drummers. He reads about drums. All he listens to is like drum solos and drum covers. He, all the videos he watches are just about drums and like how to be better at drums and he just de- dedicated his whole life to like becoming better at drums. And that's how we should be with Christ. Like our Christ, our lives should be centered around Christ and like towards him, focusing on him and just living like our, everything should be revolved around him and like be like centered around him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he like slept, dreams, lived, breathes, 
like drums yeah and ultimately like i feel like when god made adam and eve like that's ultimately what it was supposed to be like every single time i mean they would walk with him daily they would i'm sure when they saw creation and everything they knew it was from him in high connection with all that and i think that's how it was meant to be and that's like pretty hardcore like you think about it now like everything we watch um whatever we eat whatever like we listen to uh do anything like it's all supposed to glorify christ like any useless word that we speak that does not (laughs) glorify god like that is just it has no meaning to it vanity yeah and that's just crazy to think about because like how much of our lives do we actually just go around with meaningless stuff you know yeah i mean we spend one third of our lives sleeping so well, that's a little... Okay, but that's, like, rest. <laughs> we can still glorify him. We find the rest in our Bible, okay? Yeah, we glorify him in sleeping. Like, because you have to spend one half of rest. our life. And the rest less. One-fourth of our life. life. I was more leaning to, like, you know, we spend so much of our time, like, watching movies, um, do, you know, listening to music and all this stuff. And, like, if you stop and think about it, like, you know, I, may, I always make fun of Pure Flicks because I think it's just so funny. But, like, if you stop and think about it, like, every single movie is supposed to be made to like glorify him every right. single song is supposed to be made to glorify him every breath we take every word we speak is supposed to and obviously like we can't do that now like we live in this word full world full very of semitic world yeah is so anti-semitic or semitic that's that means you hate jews i think you're looking for secular i think that's the word you're looking for there you go i mean people one of the people that saw like vanity was solomon um in the world because like he was like what's all this work for like what are we even doing like you're gonna die he's like the vineyard stays i think he mentions a vineyard he's like you toil you work in all this vineyard the vineyard stays and you die and it's gone and you're gone he's like the earth is here and you're gone and like he's like what's it all for and i think he ends ecclesiastes with like i'm pretty sure he ends it with everything is meaningless in the end but I think, like, the point that he's trying to get to is everything's meaningless outside of the will of God. Right. Like, outside of, there's no purpose in doing anything if we're not doing it for the one who created everything. And so, uh, why is this man on earth? But he had, like, a thousand women in his life. Because so he wanted some action, Make man. that one out. Make that one out, man. Dude, if he knows everything. Tell me not. <coughs> hmm? Actually, I never understood something. <coughs> huh? I never understood. I always, like, questioned. Like, if David did. Because he had, he asked God, give me ultimate wisdom so god gave him god's wisdom what yeah. did he see what was ecclesiastes about it was about if we everything that we do if it's not for god then it's meaningless he he literally gave him like the ultimate wisdom yeah but like he still slept with like yeah. thousands of women and he died serving another he worked yeah i was gonna say god. like david so david like cheated against his wife right. and then killed his friend yeah the worst thing that happened is he had a miscarriage, basically. Solomon. She had a miscarriage. David didn't have a miscarriage. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, Solomon ended his life worshiping like tens of others, tens of thousands of other gods. And not yeah. a lot happened to him. I just always find that really weird. Why? Because I don't know. It just seems like if God is like a just God, like why is like one punishment so much more harsh than the other punishment? If other punishment is like worse than the other one. Was that a punishment from God or was that a punishment from Solomon's own sinful nature? Because look, he does it to David. Nathan the prophet comes to David and says, because you have done this, the Lord will take your child. Mm. 
And so he, he disciplines David in that moment. Solomon, I mean, I think the ultimate thing, I think Solomon ended his life like worshiping all these other gods because he saw all this sin in the world, all this meaningless, all this vanity, and he just became depressed, man. And so instead of looking to God and being like, you're the only one that gives meaning to anything, he kind of just got caught up in this whole thing, and he was like, that's it, I'm done. Wait, mm, what? So you think he was like, God like let him, God knowing that he could not take all of his wisdom was showing that like, we can't take any of it, like so he was like, I want to say destiny. No, I think God Like he was him. destined to like, not like, even though he was the wisest man on earth, he still makes like dumb mistakes and wanted to show how God like, even though he's the wisest person on earth, he won't make any dumb mistakes. Like, he, he's the no. wisest person. Cause, like, even Solomon was the wisest person, too. So, like, God was showing him, through him, that, like, even though you're the wisest person, you'll still make dumb mistakes and, like, still make dumb actions and sin with even with the worthiest thing. Yeah, I don't think wisdom means not making righteous. mistakes. Yeah, it doesn't mean righteous. It doesn't mean pious. It means, you know, he saw things for what they were, and he understood what was going on look at proverbs man like he's pretty he's pretty good in proverbs like uh i think one that comes to my mind often is uh you know just like a dog that goes back to his vomit so is man going back to the same sin well solomon went back to the same sin a ton of times like he had this knowledge he understood how this worked and everything like that that doesn't mean that like he had the ability to fight his own desires without god you know but I think he just came to the conclusion of, you know, this is how little we are. This is how small we are. That, like, Ecclesiastes is a depressing book. Like, yeah, he's saying we are so minimal to the, the whole story. And he's like, and yet, like, here we are just living like we're on top of everything. And he's like, and everything that we do is meaningless unless it's for God. So I feel like he just got depressed at the end. Then we have the songs of Solomon. Those are pretty dang romantic, but I mean, when you got a thousand women, you gotta be pretty romantic, you know. So, um, yeah. So, his passion for the drums was just like meaningless. Didn't mean anything. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, I agree. And because like we don't even know where he ended up. Like it could have no. all like led to nothing, or that could have been his last moment. Yeah. I mean, personally, I like to think that he went to Juilliard after and met Mia from And you think from If I, if stay. I stay? Yeah. But, I mean, we don't know what happened. We don't. I mean, really all don't. that time yeah. could have been. It's not like there's a second book or anything. No, this was just one movie. Oh, for If I Stay? Screw the books, man. We don't go by books. <laughs> I think we are here. Yeah, People who read the Bible? Huh? Someone who wants to become a teacher? That's different. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, huh? Okay, so Matthew six twenty four. So Matthew six twenty four says, "No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money." Um, I like this one because, like, even like in the movie, we can tell that he wasn't able to like have a social life and do drums. He wasn't mm. able to like please his teacher yeah. and do drums. It was either drums or something else in the same way like we can't do we can't serve God and do and do what we want. What we want. Yeah. They're intertwined. We only serve God. Yeah, you gotta sac- like it's you have to sacrifice your whole life for mm-hmm. it. Um oh, that's the most difficult part. 
That's, that's tough. It is hard. Deny yourself and take, deny yourself and take up your cross. Daily. Yeah. I think Paul told the youth one service. He said, every time, every day you go without thinking about God, he's like, that's sin. He's like, you have to answer for that. Like, and I was, I was like, Being geez, like every sin. moment, every second, like all, you know, that we don't give, it's just tough. Every second that we don't follow God's perfect plan is so sin too. Yeah. That's wild to think about. Yeah. Oh, Judgment day is going to be rough. Huh? Judgment day is going to be rough. Yeah, I know. You think it's going to be like a movie? I think he's just going to have like little snippets. All right, so here. So what was going on here? So <laughs> it's going to be a long day. Right? Or is he day? just going to run every or single months? thing through our minds? I don't think it's going to be a day. What do you think it's going to be? I mean, like, like us for every day. Yeah, like, like just all my sins are gonna be like, be yeah, a whole year. Well, what, what if it's just like, uh, what if he just runs it in like, what if he just like makes seconds and just makes us feel all the guilt? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, and we truly understand in that moment There's like, a, how awful we really are. A superhero that actually does that. His name is, uh, you ever seen Agents of Shield or no? No. His name is uh, about the movie Ghost Rider. You seen the ghost rider? No. What's also ghost rider? It's like called the penance stare. Yeah. And like he looks at you and it makes you feel all, all it makes you feel like physically feel like all the sins you've committed. It makes you feel like feel like what you've done to other people and like feel like guilt. Yeah. Like almost like how Jesus died on the cross. Like he like when he died he felt like all the sin. I feel like somebody, that's what. I don't know if we could feel guilt though. Yeah. Maybe he moment. gives us like a big old packet. A big old packet. With the sins and we sign at the end. <laughs> <laughs> agree to the terms and, and just check them out. Yep, yeah, yeah. That was me. <laughs> Sorry, Jesus. Sorry, Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, Jesus. Or maybe he'll just sum it up and be like, you know, <sighs> do you attest to the fact that you, you said Would it go by fast or go by slow? Because like, if it's a day, like it says a day is a thousand years and a thousand years is a day. I don't know, man. I guess we'll find out. We'll all be in that boat one day. And then we get out from, like, the screening room or wherever he takes us. <laughs> See, like, this is this is how we're good. What if it's not even like this? But, like, what we if all get like, out so and I'm like, dude, can't... that was wild. And you're like, bro, my day? Let me tell you about my day. And like, <laughs> and, like, we're all talking. You see? Like, what if that's how What if it it's, like, so complex you can't even, like, conceptualize it? That's what I'm saying. Like, what if it's something that we can't even imagine? Yeah. What if he shows the entire human history? And just blames it on us. And well, yeah, it blames it on all of us. I mean, didn't we partake in that? Yeah. So, and he's like, "This is how awful men actually are," and that's it. It's like I regret making you. Yeah, exactly. Because, dude, as soon as I go, I know I'm gonna hit my knees, and I'm just gonna be like, "Hey, man!" Like, I don't even want to look up, dude. Like, I don't even. I just want to be like, I have Christ as my, <laughs> as my sacrifice. Like, that's it. Don't don't look at me. We are worms. Yeah, exactly. We're worthless worms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Hercules. Yeah. Jeez. But yeah. Back to Miles and JK. Let <laughs> me get there. I don't know, man. How do we get anywhere in this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> How do we make it to 17 episodes? <laughs> Um, another point we got was, like, idolizing others and how he, 
Miles cared a lot more about what his teacher thought about him. He placed his opinion and aimed to be more like him. And he placed it above, like, anything else in his life. And we said that he actually, like, turns, like, really bitter and controlling, like, J.K. Simmons is. And, like, we said, like, how he takes his, like, his relationship. Yeah. I mean, he, uh... He becomes, like, crazy. Like, him... He's not even scared of J.K. Yeah. By, like, the end of the movie. And it kind of just shows that, like... You know, he has that same mentality as JK. Like, none of the other kids are standing up to JK like Miles. They're scared. Yeah, they're stay- terrified. I'm scared. He's scared when yeah, he's Daisy's over here crying and hugging a pillow. Like, oh, I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> he pulled out a cowbell. A cowbell during the movie, and Daisy, like, flinched. Just a cowbell. That's all it was. Not an intense scene. Just keep the tempo. <laughs> She's freaking out. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he, he kind of becomes. But that's what you have to do. I mean, like JK's heartless. JK's all, but he knows like this is this is the industry. This is what it's gonna bring to. Um, but I feel like that's what trying to please human beings kind of brings us to. Kind of makes us feel heartless. Like we're serving other people who are just as bad as we are, and so we're looking up to these people and everything like that. I mean, look at the celebrities that people look up to in this in this world, and we idolize and everything like that. They're just they're just people. Yeah, and then we don't get their approval, and then like yeah, and, and our and, whole world and we shot go it. insane. Yeah, I mean, why did John Lennon get shot? Well, there's a whole theory I I have. That first, <laughs> first he said the Beatles were more popular than Jesus. Strike one. <laughs> Actually, that's all three right there. <laughs> Immediately, that's all three. It's out. But then later, he didn't. A fan wanted an autograph. He didn't give the fan an autograph. So the fan came back, shot him, killed him. Like, yeah, all it took was an autograph. That's it. And so we conceive these like images in our mind that these people are like nice. They're perfect. Like they don't struggle with a lot. Um, it's like we idolize them. Yeah. Because we see them and like they have it all together. But that's all we see. We see it. That's how the battle is. Like we only see like the good stuff. I like the main. Character. I mean, that's what makes me mad, man. Is like, like growing up in the church, you gotta be like Joshua, be courageous. Uh, right. Yeah. Be like David, kill your Goliaths. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another Let one. me go cheat my wife real quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or be like Moses. Uh, what? What? Let me go kill. What's so good about Moses? Lead. Be a leader. Uh, yeah, let me be selfish. Let me shuck a rock for you guys. Be Peter. Be the rock. And like, all this stuff. And if you look at all these characters, the only reason they were what they were in the moments that we say they were, like, good... Because of Christ. Quote, unquote, is because of Christ. It's because of God. Moses murdered an Egyptian, <laughs> fled from Egypt, was hiding, just living like a wild man. Then God comes to him and, like, he's like... No, why would I go to them? Like, I stutter. I can't talk well. All this stuff. Then when he gets there, he starts doubting God. And he's like, why have you brought me here? And then, like, why am I even doing this? God continues to do miracles in front of Moses. Continues to do stuff. And Moses continues. Yes, there's moments where he's very faithful. And he's very, he's a good servant. But how does, what happens in the end? He hits a freaking rock. Moses gets mad and hits a rock, and then God says, you're not going to the promised land. Mm-hmm. Like, all for a rock? I know. 
Just because like he was impatient with a rock and he smacked. It's oh no, it's because he took glory. He took the glory for it. And so God's you like, you're not water, going to the promised land. That's all it took. Yeah. And then the but then the Lord came. It says the Lord came and buried Moses. So like Moses is still. Then he also says top five. He also says top like, five definitely. Like Gabriel, he's in the click. Michael, because they're what John, Peter. John, Peter, James. Those were the top three that yeah. went and saw. And then who are the other two? Moses, Elijah. So he's in the top five that Jesus took on the hill. But he like... One of the most prominent in the bosom, too. Huh? He was in, he was in the bosom with uh, Lazarus. That was Abraham. That was Abraham. I guess I'm so confused. <laughs> Abraham. Everybody wants to praise him for his faith and everything like that. I mean... Yeah, he was faithful. But there God was, said, like, go out on your own, like, leave everything behind. And he takes his wife, he takes his village, he takes his, yeah, his that doesn't seem very faithful to me. <laughs> and then, and then he says, I'm gonna give you a child, like, don't worry. And then Sarah's like, go, go have sex with my servant. He's like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, bro. I thought it was a good idea. I thought. <laughs> and he goes and does it. And then, you know, that That's ends how, up, all the Muslims are made. Yeah, and those are the descendants of the Islam. And so we see that. Muslims. And so is we it see Muslims is Islams. Islam is the religion. Muslims are the followers of the religion. Yeah, okay. And so there's Abraham, there's there, whatever. <laughs> there's Joshua. <laughs> I actually have nothing on Joshua. I don't know what like Yeah, no, I got nothing on Joshua. I don't know a lot about him. He's great. Oh, Joshua. This the angel of the Lord comes to him? And he says, are you for us or are you for the enemy? The angel of the Lord says, neither. I'm on neither side. So, like, God isn't... But doesn't he say that when he was with hmm? other people in the tents? No, he's basically just saying, like, show me whose side you're on. That's what he's telling him. Like, are yeah. you for me or are you for yourself? And so, like, God's not... These people weren't good because of what who they were. And I think Paul... Like, out of everybody, if anybody should be top five, Paul should be in the top five, dude. I freaking love Paul. Because, like, he literally said, of all the sinners, I am the worst. And I truly think he believed that. And so I think Paul really understood, you know, nothing of me is good. Nothing of me is great. Um, it's just Paul we're talking about. One of the most yeah. successful missionaries yeah. ever. Well, yeah. like half the New Testament. Wrote the whole last day. Said himself that I we have preached to every corner of the land. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, he's he's great, but you know, we can even idolize people in the Bible and make these stories. Every story in the Bible, I truly believe, was meant to point to Christ. I think it was always supposed to be pointing to Christ. I think this is a very well constructed story. And if we leave Christ out of any message, anything that we're talking about in the Bible, I think the whole point is missed. And we're glorifying these people more than we're glorifying the true person that's behind everything. Uh, so, yeah. And then, see, we even do it. Oh, jeez, man. Like in the church, too, oh, I gosh. feel like. Jeez. Yeah. Like, we look at We have pastors, the Avengers of the Gospel. <laughs> we, got, we got John MacArthur, David Platt, John Piper, all these people who are like, yeah, yeah. And then, like, they can fail us. Like, it's very dangerous for us to get caught up in these p- kinds of people. Look at Ravi Zacharias. 
Yeah. I mean, look, he's a great apologetic. A lot of people were touched by him. A lot of people idolized him. And yet, at the end of the day, he had sexual harassment cases against me. What? Or anything like that. And I'm not the one to judge that. But for, in terms of, in terms of other people, the comment, seeing the comments of other people, it seemed like they were like, I saw him as an idol. I truly started worshiping him rather than Jesus, rather than mm-hmm. God. And I feel like that's very dangerous for us to do because, dude, we don't know. Only you can, it's true. Only you can be assured of your salvation. Nobody else can be assured of your salvation. So, uh. Yeah, it was it was a dangerous it's a dangerous line to walk, but Miles definitely got caught up in uh, idolizing J.K. Yeah, to the point where it ruined like even his relationship with his father and everything. Mm-hmm. And he was willing to like take pain, physical pain, for it, and do whatever he needed to get his approval. In a car crash. In a car crash. He took the chair, getting thrown out. Dude, that would be the moment where I'm like, you know what? No, I don't want to play drums for you. <laughs> like, I'm out. But he just took it, and he kept going. Um, blisters on his hands, bloody hands, all that stuff. So, and ultimately, it led him to getting kicked out of his dream school. So, yeah, it could be very dangerous if we idolize yeah. human beings. All right, our next um, point is how... God disciplines his children, and he brings them back, and he sanctifies them. Not punishment, though. He doesn't punish them. He disciplines them because he loves us. And in the same way, Fletcher disciplines his students. I mean, throws chairs. Uh, whom disciplines. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, he would carefully, like, select, or, like, he, like, chose his class, and he built that class together. And he... Like, Purple, who does that because he's going to concerts where he's already really well-known. Like, I've won, like, so many years in a row. You guys are representing me. Don't embarrass me. Um, And so, like, he really wants... I feel like he really cares for his students, and he really Mm. wants to build them to the best thing that he can. Yeah. Can. And we'll discipline them. We'll be, like, really... I mean, sometimes he goes a little over the top. But... You can say that. The idea is there, you know? Yeah. So they can best represent him. And I feel like God does the same. Because we're representing him, and we're his image. And we're the ones that glorifying him, so like he's gonna shape us. And yeah. Sometimes maybe less to like an extreme. Okay. I think so. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he does discipline us. Um, I think he keeps us on track for his will, his purpose. Yeah. I don't think that if you are a child of God and you are you are of him, that you can just say deuces like I'm out and walk away. Like he's always gonna be there and pull you back and bring yeah. you back and like. That, that's the discipline, you know, aspect of it. And that might take, you know, you losing a job or you... Yeah, may, you know what? Maybe it could be some harsh stuff. Yeah, it really could. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, you could, you could lose a family member. You can... Look at Job. Like we were talking earlier. Look like at David, Job. David lost well, his Job son. Well, Job wasn't getting disciplined. But yeah, David lost his son. Um, Aaron lost his two kids. Yeah, Aaron lost his two kids. Paul lost everything. Paul, yeah. <laughs> Paul lost everything. Jeez. Yeah, I know. So. <laughs> I, would, yeah. I don't know about you, but I would rather get a chair thrown at me. Then half of Paul's. Then <laughs> half of Paul's, like. What went, what Paul what went, went through. through? Went to prison. Well, what did he lo- He lost his sight? What's that chapter? What's that chapter? What? You know what, what chapter it is? What? Where it talks about all his hardships? Who? Paul. 
Paul? What do you mean? Like I've been, I've been thrown out. He's like a I've whole been like in whole, prison. Yeah. I've been hungry. I've been thirsty. I've been persecuted. I've been beaten. Oh, we're just talking about. But is that discipline or is that? That's not discipline. I was more talking about Paul's yeah. murdering these Christians, and then he got blinded, and then he, and then like he gets blinded, and like he can't see or anything like that. And so, yeah, he'll he'll go to extremes, whatever it takes for you to bend to his will. Like, yeah, no, that's a powerful dang dude. Ah, that's not what you want to hear, you know. Imagine a pastor telling you God's going to use you however he wants for you to bend to his will. I like Romans 9. Yeah, I mean. He makes some for destruction. What can I say? Some for his glory. Jeez, dude. Yeah. I mean, I don't but, like. But yeah, it's comforting to know that, like, God's, like, you're always in God's hand. And, yeah, like, like nobody can take you out of it. Because, yeah. like, it's going to be for his glory and it's not, like, for vanity. Like, yeah, it's not, it's not you meaningless. That's true. Just... Yeah, preservation. Yeah. It's a fair, it's a fair thing. We have a few verses that talk about that. Oh yeah. One's First Corinthians. One, oh, okay. Four through nine. Yeah. Or five. Oh, nine. Five it says, um, "I will always thank my God for you because of this grace given, you, grace given you in Christ Jesus. For in Him you have been enriched in every way, with all kinds of speech and with all knowledge. God thus confirming our testimony about Christ among you." Therefore, you do not lack any spiritual gift as you eagerly wait for our Lord Christ, Jesus Christ to be revealed. He will also keep you firm to the end so that you will be blameless on that day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful who has called you into fellowship with the Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. So, like, yeah, he's always going to keep us firm to the end so that we're blameless on the day of Lord Jesus Christ. And, like, if that takes a little discipline, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, definitely. Just like in the te- like our teacher, yeah, yeah, we have another verse. It's Ecclesiastes. We love vanity. We love Solomon. We love Solomon. We love the <laughs> Ecclesiastes three fourteen says, "I perceived that whatever God does endures forever, and nothing can be added to it, nor anything taken from it. God has done it so that people fear before Him." There's a there's a line where Fletcher says that like good job is like the most dangerous word. Mm. Or phrase in the English language, like, he's going to say good job, and, like, you didn't really do a good job. Yeah, yeah, And it's yeah. just to, like, just to get it over with. And I think that I would rather have, like, a teacher who's going to tell me what's gonna, what I'm doing wrong and who's going to push you to do better, rather than, like, a teacher says, oh, yeah, like, you're doing great, like, you keep doing you. And you're not and We want to grow. Like, yeah. even the Bible talks about how, like, we shouldn't be just having elementary teaching because we have to mm. grow in Christ. And we're not going to grow in Christ if, like, he doesn't. If no one teaches us, like, what we're doing wrong. Yeah. If no one disciplines us, if we don't, like, adapt that. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of pastors use the, the, how gold's made. Like, it has to go through the fire, and then, like, it hardens and all that stuff. And they use that to show, like, you. you go through you, the fire. Yeah, yeah. You gotta go through tribulations. You gotta go yeah. through trials. And, like, it's gonna be tough. And, like, uh, but also, like, it could be discipline. Like, it could be, it could take all these things. Like Jonah, Jonah's a good example of mm-hmm. discipline. Like he makes a fish swallow him, he brings the storm. Like he's gonna put you wherever he wants you, for his purpose. And like he even does. I think we talked last podcast. Like he even does that with people who aren't. Uh, oh, we talked about it in Brother Bear. He even does that for people who aren't Christians. Like mm-hmm. he's 
you may think that you're living your life how you want to be living it, but actually, like, he's putting everything according to his plan for the ultimate end. Yep. Um, so, that's, jeez, man. Last point, um, there's a, t- there's a part in the movie where Miles is at a table with his family, and uh, they're talking about how, like, it doesn't matter whether he does... Or whether he dies. No, I don't remember what I said. What he said, said, I'd rather die 30 with bourbon. It was his family with talk. drugs in my veins, yeah. overdose and all that. And then he's like, and everybody speak about me after I die. Then live to 90 and everybody forgive Sober, me. Sober and then yeah. forget me. And everybody forgive me. And they're like, well, I'd rather, his dad's like, well, I'd rather have my son alive and all this stuff. And so, um... And he's talking about, like, the great musicians who died from drugs young. And there's a lot of musicians that have done that. But, a lot of new ones, too. Huh? There's a lot of new ones. There's a lot of new ones. And, uh... I mean, his mindset's just flawed. Because if we... If we think like that, what good is it if everybody remembers you after you die, but yet your soul's gone? It's lost in separation from God. And eternal damnation, you know? What good is that? And it's more self if you want to be remembered, it's more self glory than self serving. Yeah. yeah. It's ultimately like I'm pleasing myself. I'm I'm my own God. I don't want to please him. Even by his verse though, like we're gonna spend turning with youth God. Like what do we care what the people here on earth think about us? Yeah. When it's only like a grain of sand compared to yeah. where we're gonna spend the rest of eternity. Yeah, I mean, if he has, if he feels so strongly about the drums and pursuing his career, why don't we have that same feeling about Christ? Yeah, it's something that lasts forever. Yeah, and ever and ever. And like, why aren't we sitting there saying, "I don't care if I die thirty, with you know, being a martyr for Christ, and if nobody talks about me, as long as I'm with him in the end." Yeah. Yeah. Doing something wrong here. Sums up. <laughs> <laughs> we need a revolution. A revol no 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 not a revolution. I wouldn't say revolution. No, you don't think so. I don't think a revolution. <laughs> I think we need like rebirth of just like our mindset. We need to just realize how awful we are. I don't know. Everybody wants to add a story. Everybody wants to talk about. You know, how how the earth became, how we became. Everybody wants their own solutions. Nobody is happy with the fact that there's a big spirit, you know, in the high above ordaining everything and is in control of everything. No one's happy with the fact that they're not in control of their lives. Exactly. And I think that, you know, that's why we don't... We don't want... Like, it's against our very nature to die... For other people it's against our very nature to die for especially people that, like we've never met jesus in person you know we've never like you know moses had god's hand rub across him paul saw jesus all the disciples live with jesus all this stuff we did and like for you to go tell somebody like you have to die for this being you know a lot of the arguments are why would i die for something i can't see for something that's never even spoken to me or, or moved me or anything like that but then you can flip it around it's like why do you trust the other you ways or something like that yeah, like, if you're made up of atoms let me see them prove it yeah. about this atom then you, yeah 
And so we just want to give our own explanation. We, we want to say we can make our own decisions. We don't want to bring morality into stuff. We don't want to, mm. you know? And so, and I think that's what Miles is ultimately doing. He's just like, this is what I deem good. And that's, that's just how sin has always been. Eve deemed the fruit good. Adam deemed Eve good. What else? Sarah deemed it good for Abraham to sleep with Hagar, and Abraham deemed it good to sleep with Hagar. And like we always, we're always deeming what we think is good. We're not deeming what God says is good. And so, for Miles, it was good to be famous and go on. And for us, it should be good to die for Christ and go to the extreme for everything. Yeah. So that was Whiplash. 10 out of 10 movie. Daisy grew a couple white hairs from the movie. I gave it a 10 out of 10 the first day, but then I thought about how it ended and just, like, we had no, like, no... I feel like if it ended with Revolution, I wouldn't have liked it. Resolution. That's what I said. Tristan really wants to just, like... Start a war. Start a war. No, but it was really good. I don't know who you yeah, are. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of a punchline fast enough. If you haven't watched it, I recommend it. I yeah, it's a good movie. It's on... Nope. So... Like, Matt told us what it was about, and I was like, really? Yeah. I'm thinking about it. How's it? Yeah, so, yeah, that was Whiplash. Uh, hope. Yeah, take a take a look at it if you guys haven't seen it. It's yeah, really it's good. In. It's spectacular. Yeah, it's a good movie. Wonderful. Hope we could bring the light of the gospel into it. And uh, even if you don't watch the movie, hope you could take stuff away of what we said um, and live your life for Christ. And the next movie we're doing is... Raya. Raya. And The Last Dragon. And The Last Dragon. Okay, yeah. You like it. It's got your struggle. Dope. Seems like a Moana-Mulan situation. A Mulana. Um, That's all I got. Anyways. uh, Huh? Native Asian. There you go. Native Asian. Native Asian. Yeah. So. Yeah, stay tuned for, what's her name? Raya. Raya and the Last Dragon. Daisy will be uh, covering that whole episode, so. No? Slacker. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-oh.